Hey, Andrew. Good to see you, bud. Glory, 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 
Glory, give him the glory, great things he has done. Glory, 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 give him the glory, the things he has done. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son, give him the glory, great things he had done. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory, great things he has done. Hallelujah for the great things that he has done. Amen, amen. We'll go ahead and have a seat this morning. Am I doing announcements? Cool. Cool. I'm so glad to be here today. I'll tell you something. My wife and I had uh, the longest time off together we've had since our honeymoon 35 years ago. And uh, we just had a wonderful first week and with our grandson and then a wonderful second week just sitting on a beach and then the third week it's like satan said well that's all the vacation you get because <laughs> we got i got sick for three days and then deb was sick and then maverick was sick and then we had unfortunately uh my uh, mother-in-law's husband passed away alan at the age of 93 and so that was rough and they were trying to keep it from us but it ended up on facebook and we got a phone call and god bless them for doing that but uh and then we were supposed to be getting in about 10 30 11 o'clock last night but because of uh delays like they always have uh, apparently they need a computer system to run the brakes on the plane i was all for that getting fixed by the way um so we got in about 2.45 in the morning last night, or this morning, I guess would be. So it was just a rough time getting here. And then Debbie immediately wanted to be with her mom, to be with her at this time. So prayers for, for uh, Janet and the family are greatly appreciated. Uh, I am very excited about what's been going on since I've been gone. I'm so appreciative to Steve Bird for his preaching and leading worship the past couple of weeks, as well as Pastor Anna and Pastor Jimmy for holding the fort down and doing such a wonderful job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, I just, uh, I, I, I couldn't, I apologize, I interrupted church last Sunday. I called Brenda, I couldn't stand it. I wanted to hear about what was going on with her grandson. And I guess it's when you become a grandparent, suddenly the grand kid thing changes your dynamic a lot and uh, I'm glad to hear that Aaron is doing better but continue to pray for Aaron Stock and his uh, his hip right hit, hit? femur femur well yeah okay that's kind of connected oh but it's broken not in the hip it's broken in the feet you're right <laughs> there you go so and then I know that we started our Sunday morning Bible study with Jerry um, that's every Sunday at 9 a.m. I encourage you to come also Wednesday nights at 6 o'clock to 7 30 um, Pastor Anna thank you so much for covering for me the last couple of weeks and um, we don't need to run anything oh you're you're excited about that you like that <laughs> 
So I, I got to share with you just um, as we move forward, please look in your bulletins. I'm sure there's good stuff in there. I didn't look at it this morning, but I'm sure it's good. And then uh, I know we have Sandwich Sunday coming up in a few weeks. And then uh, what are we doing? Are we doing soups, soups and salads? Hey, I remembered that. That's pretty good. Um, and, and then uh, we have a seniors potluck this month too. Is that this week? It's Thursday. And what's the theme? What is it? Mexican. Thanks. <laughs> I, just, I just spent a week there. <laughs> well, then I should be able to pick some good stuff out, you think, right? So uh, I, I do want to um, tell you that, that God has been laying some heavy things on my heart in, in such a powerful way. I'm excited about the upcoming weeks. And I don't want to scare you, but we got 10 weeks until we start our Christmas series. Um, and so I want to begin a series next week called The Tug of War. It was heavy on my heart. I'll tell you what, what, it, what, it, what started it. I was in the airport, and I was looking across at people waiting for their uh, planes to come. And, and I'm looking across it. Everybody's sitting in their chairs. Every seat was full as they're waiting for, you know, be able to board. And nobody was looking at each other. No one was talking to each other. And everybody was doing this. They were just on their phones. And, I, and, and then there were several restaurants that Debbie and I went to, same thing. And it's, it's not, that there's, there's not that there's sin there, although it can become sin. What it really is, is about, we used to tell our girls when, when cell phones were first coming out and they were, they were beginning that age of wanting a cell phone, I remember having to tell them, the person in front of you is more important than the person on the phone. I remember the days when if you were around the dinner table and that phone, you know, the one on the wall connected with a cord, you know, you know, remember those that had the dial on it? Yeah, the rotary. Yeah, and you never called friends with a lot of nines and eights in their numbers because it just took too long. Um, but I remember when that phone went off, what did dad say? Nobody gets that phone, we're eating dinner. We were not allowed to answer the phone during dinner. It was, uh, and I just thought about the focus and that tug of war between focusing on what we think is a connection and what is really a connection. And that goes across every area of our lives, whether it's within our culture, within our church, within our families, or within our relationship to God. What is a real connection? And that's the tug of war, isn't it? The tug of war with all the things that pull us away from the things of God. And so that's what I really want to focus on over the next several weeks, and so I'm excited about that. Um, anyway, so let's have a time of meet and greet and blessing and encouraging one another. I hope you guys have had a great week, and uh, I'm excited to see you, and let's go ahead and stand up and say hi to one another for five minutes. Did they stick to that, Jimmy, when it was? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're good. Good. <laughs>
Well, thank you guys for watching that countdown so carefully. Look at you. Look at you, Johnny. Right after uh, Pastor Anna prays for the offering, we'll have the kids all down in Children's Church, just to let you know if you're new with us this morning. Hey, uh, before I'm down here because I really want to pray for uh, Coulter for Wednesday that he doesn't pass out during the birth of their ch- No, I want to pray for Lalani and, and Isaac. And if you guys could, can you stand up? You don't have to. <laughs> and uh, if you guys could stretch out a hand, she uh, will be giving birth to that baby Wednesday night. Yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah. All right, after Bible study. Yes. Check out those priorities. You guys sometimes don't make it to Bible study. She's going to make it to Bible study, then create a human being outside of her body. So, so Father, we just rejoice in, in, in the pregnancy that has been so far, God, just a, a joy. And, and I know that the health of Isaac has been good. And God, you've just had your hand upon this family from the beginning. And so we know you will finish what you started. We pray, God, that you will guide the doctors the nurses and anything that has to be done will be clear and 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 that God it will just be a smooth smooth birth God with no complications everything going as planned and that baby Isaac comes out God just smiling and ready to see his family we thank you for the for Coulter and Alani and Jack and we just pray a blessing upon them as we are excited for this new life coming out in Jesus name we say amen amen God bless you guys <laughs> At this time, I would like to ask the ushers to get ready for offering. Um, I know things are really hard right now. Price is going up, and there's less and less money to put towards those necessities and needs. But I just encourage you all, like, if you are obedient with your Lord and you give your 10%, or even if it's not 10%, see, talk to Jesus. See where he wants you to start off. And you start there. And you just keep increasing your faith and increasing your offering to him. And he's going to bless you in tremendous ways that you don't even know how it's happening, but he is providing it all for you. And you don't have to worry about it. Let him worry for you about what is going on and how to pay for all of your things. So at this time, I will pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I just thank you so much for all that you are doing for all of us and always providing for us no matter what. You always find the way to provide for us. And we just thank you for doing that for us, Lord. And I just ask for you to be over all of us today during the service. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Pastor Anna and the boys. (laughs) She's constantly surrounded by boys. Amen. tell you, I uh, knew appreciation for moms of boys. I raised two daughters, so I didn't have uh, uh, the boys to raise. I was children's pastor. I was pretty rough on those boys, but my grandson, man, I don't know how you do it, Anna. (laughs) Come on, let's worship the Lord this morning and take this opportunity to be in his presence. Take the opportunity to focus on who he is because bigger, the, the more you focus on him, the less your, the smaller your problems are because we serve a big God. And remember, worship isn't about whether you sinned this week or did something wrong. It's all about him. 
So let's lift up his name this morning. Testify to who he is as we stand in his presence today. Let's do this together and magnify the Lord together. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. And great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning. New mercies I see When all I have needed Thy hand hath provided Great is Thy faithfulness Lord unto me Sing summer and and springtime and harvest sun moon and stars in their courses above and join with all nature in man and full witness to thy great faithfulness mercy and love sing great is thy faithfulness great is thy faithfulness morning by morning new mercies i see when all i have needed thy hand and provided great is thy faithfulness Lord, unto thee. Sing pardon for sin and a peace that endureth thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide strength for today and bridle for tomorrow blessings are mine with ten thousand beside oh great is thy faithfulness oh great is thy faithfulness morning by morning new mercies i see when all i have needed i have provided great is thy faithfulness lord unto me sing great is thy faithfulness oh great is thy faithfulness morning by morning new mercies i see when all i have needed that and have 
invited. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Lord, unto Faith can move the mountains, let the mountains move. We come with expectation, waiting here for you. Waiting here for you. You're the Lord of all creation, and still you know my heart, the author of salvation. You loved us from the start, waiting here for you with our hands lifted high. And it's you we adore, singing hallelujah. You're everything you've promised. Your faithfulness is true. Deeper than your presence, all we need is you. Waiting here for you with our hands lifted high in praise, and it's you we adore. Singing hallelujah, singing hallelujah, waiting here for you with our hands lifted high in praise and it's Adore, singing hallelujah, singing hallelujah, hallelujah, waiting here for you. Waiting here for you. Waiting here for you. 
sitting here for you You are not a God created by human hands You are not a God dependent on any mortal man You are not a God in need of anything we give by your plan That's just the way it is You are not a God created by human hands You are not a God dependent any mortal man you are not a god in need of anything we give by your plan that's just the way it is you are god alone from before time began you are on your throne you are God alone And right now In the good times and bad You are on your throne You are God alone You're the only God whose power None can contend you're the only God whose name and praise will never end. You're the only God who's worthy of everything we give. And by your God, and that's just the way it is. You are God alone before time begins. You are on your throne, you are God alone. And right now, in the good times and bad, you are on your throne, you are God alone. You're unchangeable, you're unshakable. You're unstoppable, that's what you are. You're unchangeable, you're unshakable. You're unstoppable, that's what you are. You're unchangeable, you're unshakable. You're unstoppable, that's what you are. You're unchangeable, you're unshakable. You're unstoppable, that's what you are. You are God alone from before time began. God alone, and right now, in 
the good times and bad. You are on your throne. You are God alone. You are God alone. Before time began, you are on your throne. And you are God alone. And right now, in the good times and bad, and you are on your throne. You are God alone. You're unchangeable, shakeable. You're unstoppable. That's what you are. You're unchangeable. You're unshakable. You're unstoppable. That's what you Father, I just want to thank you for your presence here today. Father, we know that real change only happens in your presence. Whether it's a change from agony to joy, from broken to healing, from sadness to joy, overwhelming sense of the world is just too much right now to placing it in your hands and knowing your burden is light. It all happens in your presence, God. Father, we know there's so many in our congregation that are either out sick or dealing with physical ailments of some kind. You know exactly what's going on. You're unchangeable. You're unstoppable, God. And you're the one who can come in and change that situation. So we pray healing upon their bodies. We pray healing for those who are dealing with emotional pain or difficulties. I know there's some here today that are just struggling with the whole idea of being here. Being in your presence doesn't really feel like anything. They're not even sure if you're real. But God, that doesn't change who you are. Doesn't change how you stand at the door. Doesn't change that you seek us. Doesn't change that your Holy Spirit is the one who opens us up to you. So I pray for those this morning uh, that are online or here today that are struggling with belief, struggling with faith, and they need, God, you to just show up in a powerful way. But God, I just encourage them that blessed are those that believe that have not seen. Blessed are those that believe and have not seen. Father, we lift up our community, community leaders, our state and our state leaders, our nation and national leaders. We ask for you to prevail against the enemy. We ask you, God, to come in and turn your sons and daughters back to you, just as you promised in the book of Joel. We love you today.
I ask you to anoint Pastor Jimmy. I ask you to anoint our ears and our hearts and open us up to what he has for us today, what you've spoken to him, your words to increase our faith. We ask you to do this in the mighty, powerful name of Jesus and the church said all together, amen, amen. Go ahead and have a seat this morning. Well, I'm excited. Uh, I have not heard Pastor Jimmy in a while, and I like hearing from Pastor Jimmy. He always seems to bless us. You know, there's, there's, you know, with Pastor Jimmy, what you see is what you get. You know what I mean? You never have to worry about, is that the real Jimmy? And I could tell you from the last 11 years of, of knowing, or 10 years of knowing him, that, um, we are blessed to have someone with such integrity and transparency. And so I am excited to welcome Pastor Jimmy to the pulpit this morning. Go ahead and welcome him. Come on. Got to get all set up. Good morning, guys. Good morning, church. All right. Uh, it's kind of weird, you know, God's uh, been doing some real work with me and Anna, Anna and I, there we go, um, weird, kind of weird, you know, and it's, it's funny because uh, I haven't talked to you in like, I don't know, two, three weeks, right, but we're, God's doing weird things in our lives and you know, we're kind of just like, okay. And then to hear, you know, you shared with me this morning, and I'm like, you know, how you feel, and it's like, if, if the devil's angry, we're doing something right. So, that's, it's just weird. It, we don't always know God's plan, you know? And to hear that it's how it's happening and coming together, Something's about to happen. I don't know what it is, but yes, God. So uh, let's get on. Get on with it. So today we're gonna start. We're gonna start our start the message off in Colossians two. Uh, you can turn turn to your Bible. You can look up there. It's after Ephesians, kind of between Philippians and First Thessalonians. You know. You know, it's funny, I remember when I look at the books of the Bible, I remember the first time in Sunday school when they tried to teach us, like, to memorize them. <laughs> That's funny. Because I got, okay, Genesis, you lost me. I got, memorization with me and names is terrible. So, I don't know why I shared that. But, let's go. So, Colossians 2 Chapter 2, verse 6 through 7. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. So what we see here is Paul is warning the believers to walk in Christ just as they received him. So what does this mean? We are saved by grace through faith. 
So it must mean we should walk daily as Christians by grace through faith. And it's important that we need to develop some sort of daily walk of dependency on God. And then once that's kind of going, that's established, keep walking with God. Keep walking with Jesus. You know, in the world that we're in right now, today, people are walking in ways that appear to be right in their own eyes. I want to encourage you guys to keep walking. Keep walking in obedience to God's word. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 6 through 7, it says, If we claim to have fellowship with him, and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. So as children of God, we certainly do not walk in darkness. We're not led by the lust of this world. As children of God, we walk in the light because Jesus is the light. We walk in truth because Jesus is truth. We walk in love because Jesus is love. So I encourage you guys today, keep walking with God. In this world, in today's world, where people are chasing higher incomes but have lower morals, I encourage you guys, keep walking with God. Keep walking in righteousness. In today's world, where people voice their opinions more than they show the love of God, I encourage you to keep walking. Keep walking with God. You know, and at times, you may have to hold your tongue. You may have to endure people, whether they're talking bad about you or slandering you. But I encourage you, keep walking. Keep walking in that love of Christ. You know, in today's world, where people no longer honor their word, I encourage you to honor God, both private and in public. In today's world where Bible prophecy is being fulfilled, and we can see the love of many growing cold, and we can see men becoming lovers of themselves more than lovers of God, I encourage you to walk with God. I encourage you to seek God. Intensely pray for obsessive like this, I want you to be hungry for an appetite of having God. 
So as you go through this life, please make sure, make sure you're walking with God. Make sure you're walking with eyes of faith. Make sure you're walking in the Spirit. You know, from the moment we come of age, we begin to know right from wrong, right from wrong. We begin a journey, we begin walking in either light or darkness. You see, we we either walk in the direction that leads us to Christ, a direction that leads us to be born again, or we just walk in this like, you simply walk in according to your agreement. So you're either walking in the spirit or you're walking in the flesh. And in the Bible, God talks about walking. I've been talking about <laughs> a lot about walking this morning. <laughs> but if we really think about it, everybody in this room, everybody in this world is walking one of two paths. We're either walking the broad road or the narrow road. We're either walking by faith or we're walking by sight. And if you really think about it in the Bible, there's very two distinct paths. If we Look at Psalms 119, verse 105. It says, Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. His word is a lamp for my feet. Why? Because we're walking. You guys are going to get tired of that, huh? God's word is a light on my path. Why? Because we're walking. So we're either walking on one path or another. There's a path that leads to eternal life. It's a path that leads to a a destination where there are no more tears, no more pain, no more struggle. A path that leads you into the arms of God. But then there's another path. There's this path that leads to eternal damnation. Now, what's interesting is that the path that leads to eternal life requires us to take up that cross and follow Jesus. There's a price to be paid for taking this path. It will cost you something. And this may be hard. Your pride. Your pride has to go. Your will has to be put on the back burner. So that God's will 
rules over your life. This path, it's one of sacrifice. It's one that requires you to serve. But it's a path that brings you glory in Christ. Brings glory to Christ. Sorry. This is exactly why if we look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12, it says, If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. That path leads to hell. It involves you living for your flesh. There's a price to be paid. Which path are you on today? I really, the whole point of today is I want everybody to be truthful with themselves. We're all on this path. What path we're on, that's between you and God. Where you're at in that path, we're all at a different stage. Be truthful about where you're at. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. When you have knowledge of God, then you you would not doubt his might and strength. When you acquire knowledge, then you become a believer who is fearless. Because you know greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. So as believers in Christ, we ought to know holy from unholy. We ought to know good from evil. I'm asking you guys today to examine your life. Take a look at your walk. If we look at Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, it says, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. The Amplified Version says it this way, I am convinced and confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ, Jesus, the time of his return. Take a moment and consider what does the Bible mean when it says this very thing? What is this very thing? Why should, we, why should we be confident of it? Why is this very thing so important that it is associated with the beginning of a good work that will be completed until the day of Jesus? I believe that this very thing, it's talking about your salvation. And the reason I believe this is because when you are saved, 
And when you accept Jesus into your heart, you don't automatically be, become detached from your flesh. You don't automatically become this perfect person. You know, one that doesn't get angry or doesn't get upset. That's not the case. You need to work on your salvation by seeking more of Jesus, by meditating on his word, by pursuing a closer relationship. If we look at Amos chapter 3, verse 3, it says, Do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so? Do two people walk side by side unless they have agreed to do so? Now, that's kind of an interesting verse, huh? Kind of makes me think. Everyone you walk with, there's some level of relationship. Everything you walk with, there's also a purpose. And if you look in the lives of men and women today, you'll find that people walk in agreement with different kinds of people. Some choose to walk with those who are ambitious and career-driven. Some choose to hold on to those childhood friends, even though their lives are kind of, you know, going in opposite directions. Others choose to walk in the counsel of the wicked and following their advice. But here's the thing. There's also others. There's others that choose to walk with their heads held high. They are proud of what they've achieved, proud of their accomplishments and their success. And then there's people, those that choose to walk with their heads looking down. They're ashamed of their past. They're ashamed and scared even by what they've done. And with all these examples, I'm trying to kind of provoke you. I'm trying to like stir something up. I'm trying to challenge you guys. Look at your life. Do an honest assessment. Who are you walking with? Who are you in the presence of? Or for some, what are you walking with? There's a man in the Bible named Enoch. And the amazing thing here, or that we're told, is he walked with God. Imagining being known for walking with God. I'm taking that's that's a little bit, a little bit better than doubting Thomas. Walking with God, known for walking with God. Genesis chapter 5, verses 20 through, 22 through 24. Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Enoch were 365. Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. If we look twice there, we're, um, we're told that Enoch walked with God. And if you really look in it, what does 
walked with God mean? You'll find Bible's telling us Enoch walked in habitual fellowship with God. Enoch also walked with God in respectful fear, in worshiping fear and obedience. So for the believer in today's world, we live in this world that is sinful, a world that glorifies sin. It's spiritually dark, and morals are, well, let's just say what it is, kind of out the window. Pleasure, pride, selfish gain, those are the primary things that are kind of determining a lot of people's actions. Now, you may be wondering, okay, how, what are we supposed to do in this world, in this such world? How can you and I walk with the Lord? How can we walk with Him in habitual fellowship? How can we walk with Him in obedience? Well, the Bible tells us that to repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. It tells us to seek first the kingdom of God in all His righteousness. The Bible tells us not to walk, or walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit at the seat of scoffers. So in order for us to truly walk with the Lord, we need to turn our backs on the world and on what it has to offer. We need to turn away from these things, turn away from anything that sidetracks you from walking with Jesus. Turn away from everything that tries to derail you from walking with Jesus. Turn away from sin and walk with Jesus. If only you knew this, this divine level of protection. Being a child of God, there's nothing that can intimidate you. If you know that what God has said, that he will supply all your needs then you wouldn't walk around so anxious or worried. If we know that you're guarded, that you're loved, so loved, in fact, that not only did Jesus die for us on the cross, but there's this angel of the Lord that is there for us, that is around us, then we should walk in boldness. We should live with a purpose. And we would certainly walk by faith and not by sight. So today, the importance here is everybody's on this path. I'm guessing everybody, I'm taking a wild guess here, everybody that's in this room's somewhere on, a narrow, on the narrow path. So I want to challenge all of us, because this is important. 
maybe you're like me, and I feel like maybe I haven't taken a step on that road in a while. I'm being honest. I want you to be honest. Can't tell you to be honest if I'm not honest. I want to challenge you guys to grow. But I want us to take that step as a whole. I want you guys to take an honest look at where you're at. Pray about it. Don't shoot from the hip on this one. Talk to God. Ask the Holy Spirit to say, hey, where's some bad areas in my life? And if you're like me, there's plenty to choose from. I want you guys today... Let's look at our lives. Let's pick something. Like I said, there's plenty, plenty of... Plenty of bad areas I can pick from. I want you guys to pray about it. I want you to pick one thing. Pick that one thing. Because we're not perfect. But if we can do one take one step on that path that puts us closer to God, we do that today or this week. That's one less step forward towards God than back towards the devil. For instance, like, let's say, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's a TV show you're watching and you know it's bad. Let's say that's an hour-long TV show, half an hour-long TV show. I want you to trade that. Give that up for something godly. Maybe you read the Bible for that hour. Maybe you just pray. Maybe you spend some time there and just sit and listen. You know how hard that is with four boys? I'll tell you right now, I don't do that enough. Quietest time I have is on the way to work and back in my 1969 VW Bug with no insulation and that motor, motor going, bah, bah. I can't hear anything. There's no radio, no air conditioning. It's just me. That's as quiet as it gets. I want everybody to take that step. Be truthful. Talk to God. Just get rid of that one thing. One step at a time. Take a step towards God on the narrow path, not backwards, towards the broad path. If you guys can all stand, and I'll close this out in prayer.
And if for some reason, if, if, if you're someone today, if you're here and maybe you're not sure about what the heck I'm talking about when I'm talking about these paths or you know, you're like, hey, I'm not sure what path I am, but I want to make sure I'm on the right one. Just come see me after church. I'd love to talk to you. I really would. I'd like to pray together. So let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for this day. Lord, thank you. Thank you for this message. Thank you for your words. I pray, Lord, that Holy Spirit, I pray that you come. Reveal in us somewhere where there's a need, a need for change. Give us the strength to overcome that. Father, and I pray this church, as this church, we have everyone we need. But there's some gaps. And I pray that maybe this step starts a trickling effect. Lord, and I pray that as a church, we step up. We step into faith. We say, hey, I recognize this need. And God's telling me, hey, it's time. It's time to not stay put in my path, not backtrack. I want to move forward. Yeah, I may be nervous. I may be scared. But I'm going to do it anyways. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. Father, I pray that we don't waste it. Because honestly, we don't know how much longer we have. We never know. This world's crazy. So, Father, I pray we don't waste our time. We spend it. You fire up something in us that wants us to walk with you, Lord, that gets us excited about it again. Today's the day. Father, today's the day. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you so much. Because if you all look around, we're blessed. Where we live, what we have, God's done amazing things. We, all, we always don't, we don't always appreciate it, but we are lucky. So thank you, Lord, for what we have, what you've given to us, what you're doing, what you've done. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, hey. All right, thank you guys for being here, and I hope we see you on Wednesday night. Have a good week.